another episode of Spring Buffalo. Sequan Pai JK is joining us and he thankfully corrected me. Chief, thanks for coming on. Thank you. So, so Chief, uh, I guess before we jump into you know, to this episode, we're going to talk about your, uh, your brainchild here, but with the farming stuff that uh, you're doing, is there anything kind of going on right now within the tribe you want to talk about? Any kind of news or things that are going on? Sure. Uh, uh, Vice Chair uh, Daryl Black Eagle Jameson is uh, on tour around the world with uh, our drum group, which is called the uh, Eastern Medicine Singers. And they just launched a new uh, album uh, out in there, kind of promoting it around the country and also around the world. They've been in Canada, they've been in Europe, uh, uh, so they, they have like a six month tour that they get, they're doing right now, uh, there. So that's making a lot of traction, but also he's also the kind of the ambassador for the, the Cassid Wampanoag tribe of the Poconocet nations. Uh, and you know, this is how we connect also with other tribal nations around the world. Yeah. And just for, uh, a, a side note. I've listened to quite a few songs on YouTube. Chris sent me a link and watching those guys is amazing. And so I'm going to put a link in, uh, in the show notes to a couple of songs so you guys can check it out. But it's, it's, it's a, 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 another experience watching these guys play drums. It's, it's amazing. Right. So um, I highly recommend uh, watching those links. So that, that's awesome. That's very cool that uh, Black Eagle is doing that. And, and you and him are really kind of like the, uh, the shakers and movers, right? You guys are the ones kind of rattling cages and making noise, right? Uh, yes, uh, we've been rattling cages for years. And, uh, you know, he's the vice chair. I'm the chairman of the tribe. Uh, and, you know, he's been for years, probably over 20 years, like myself, uh, just getting through going through Indian country and just collaborating with other tribal entities and nations and kind mm. of bringing us all together as a people where, mm. you know, with the, we don't have this separatism because that's what the creator wanted. So, and not exactly. only uh, tribal communities, but all communities. And that's what this Absolutely. music is, is doing right now too. Very cool. Very cool. So, so today we're going to talk about uh, Indigenous Roots Forever, correct? That's the name of your of the yes. farming like program, I guess. Maybe I would call it correct. Right, and and we can even take it a little further from just the farming. Uh, Indigenous Roots Forever was something I kind of came up with because it it brought me back to my elders that. Mm they didn't pass down a lot of the traditions to us uh, because of fear and hiding. So, and therefore we missed out on a lot. So my thing oh. is, is the indigenous roots forever is something that I kind of came up with to say, this is, this is an ever thing. 
that mm. you can't just stop and stop. Uh, it's bled into you. So mm. once I started discovering who I was more and uh, understanding their plights of hiding because they didn't want people to know what line they came from, which was, you know, Asamequin, which people know as Massasoit, uh, because back in the days, uh, our family would be killed on site after the King Philip War and, you know, disgraced uh, because we were part of the, the royal line of Massasoit. Oh, and so they, that's why they're trying to wipe like your line in existence off of Exactly, history. exactly. And wow. that's why the word Wapanog was given to us after the war, because yes, you have Wapanog nations, which means people of the East, right? But our mm. clan and Massasoit's uh, families are, are Poconokets, we're not Wapanogs. So, so that and, was sort of like they're trying to sort of, uh, I don't think discriminate is the right word, but they're trying to like muddy your name up with that then, right? Well, that, but also uh, kind of uh, wipe us out, you know, and wipe right, us out. Right. Well, that's what I mean by like muddying your name and like throwing right. it in with, with that. You then disappear without having to like physically make you disappear. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is right. some messed up stuff. Okay. And then what? Then what happens is that everyone that was tribes that were around, like even some of the federal tribes now, uh, who claims that their line is Massasoit, uh, colonials don't know. Uh, mm. We're all the same. So throughout history, there's been language that's been changed uh, when th through the United States. But what people mm. need to realize is that if you really want to understand the history of this region and our people and who's who, is you go back to the king and the queen's language of the treaties. Right. We, right. we are first contact tribes. We're colonial era tribes. We're not United States tribes under the BIA. And mm. therefore, our language is European. So the... Mm. You know, our, our documentation is in Europe. It's not in the United wow. States. I mean, there's history here in the United States, but the bottom line is if you want the real history and the names and the treaties, then that's where you got to go and that's when you know who you are, you know? So have you have you checked in the, the stuff over there in, in England and whatnot? Well, the, the best part about this is that we don't need to go there because we know who we are and we've had history. And the best part is that some of the old Mayflower families that are still here in our mm. territorial lands and Little Compton and Tiverton and so on, where our original reservation was, uh, they still have whole history from their families because wow. they, their families were the ones that were writing things down, not ours. Mm. So you see, and they oh, also- Oh, interesting. You know, okay. So they also- told us what they did to us too because they had to write everything down for the king or queen you know wow. so, so that's interesting right so when people want to claim there's something else uh it's up to the united states to look into that and fortunately throughout the years a lot of people were getting federal recognition just uh, on how much they were pay paying lobbyists and that's mm. why jack Abroff. Uh, if you look at that movie, uh, Casino Jack, 
he was Ooh. taking a lot of money from different Indian tribes to get preference and shut down other tribes, uh, you know, for kino- casinos or getting federal recognition. But money talked at, at a right. lot of points. Holy. And what it did was it separated us because everyone got greedy. You know, most people got Ooh. greedy. I can't say everyone, but, right, right. you know, because they were, you know, self-survival, which is, you know, human nature. So, and I can't get, you know, you can't get mad at them for trying to survive or get something. But what I have a problem with is that once you get there, that you go reach out to other communities, urban Indians and so on that are not, and we come together and it makes us stronger. But a lot of people don't think that way. They think I, and when it comes to I, it's just our tribe or it's mm-hmm. just us. It's, mm-hmm. And, right. you know, because what happens is now it, you go back to the King Philip War where, uh, you know, we had our own people that was going against uh, uh, Matacomet, which is King Philip's uh, during the war because the colonists uh, either threatened them or made a deal with them or, you know, threatened to wipe them out. Uh, So therefore we couldn't all come together and fight the war because there was things that were pitting us against each other and, and self survival, you can't blame them because now that's self survival. And even some of our clan that didn't fight in a war as well, uh, it was self survival. So I wouldn't be here today if some of that didn't happen, but also we had friends that were either uh, Mayflower families or, other folks that came over from from the May uh, Mayflower, the first trip that defended the, the, the uh, uh you know, in his family, and mm. they uh, hit us out, uh, you know, kind of prolonged us, you know, and a lot of us went mm. across the country to slavery and so on. So there was a lot of history that we thought was lost until we go back to the king and the queen. Wow. You know, and and wow. remember, the United States didn't conquer for a while. So yeah, you have, yeah. So you know what I mean. You're under that rule for a while. Yeah, you was under that rule for a while, and and yeah. all the documentation came there, and that's why, with being part of that line and being leadership of all, then how can it not be that the United States government's uh, says most definitely anybody that's part of Massasoit line is considered having a relationship with the federal government because everything's supposed to have transferred once you conquered. Right. Right. And that didn't happen, but a lot of it didn't happen because it was that they owed us too much. Oh. And, and even that's today where we have a reservation in Fall River, uh, the uh, <laughs> reservation, reservation in itself was a portion of it was illegally taken by intimate domain for the interests of the water, which still is out there. But that should have never happened. The federal government should have came in and stopped that because they should have been our guardian from colonial mm. time. We mm. were the first deeded reservation ever in the country. So there's no way that they couldn't have an idea of who we were 
And therefore right. that automatically made us a federal tribe because we were first contact. Man. But according so, to them, uh, you know, you got to do this, you got to do that. That, that should have been through Congress, not through the Bureau of Indian Affairs. Yeah. Because we so, had a government relationship with, with Europe. So, so, uh, what, so now, like, what, like, are you, are you the one, or like, have have like generations a little bit before you started like digging into this, like, because like you, you know, you said you started this to, you know, the forever thing to like, so you're, you know, you there's no more hiding. You don't have to hide, and you don't have to possibly lose things. You might think you're going to lose your your history and stuff. When did when did all of that kind of start? Uh, this started maybe. I don't know, I'm just going on 66, so probably in my 30s, you know. Oh, man, so, so th this, is, this is like really like your brain, so you've been put, you've been thinking of this for 30 years and that you're executing it now? Yeah, I mean, there's, there had to be a lot of things coming in play yeah. with what we're doing now, you know, our land trust uh, things. And the problem was, was that even though a lot of our tribe was educated some of our clans there were a lot of, of our tribe that weren't and mm. a lot of our tribe that remained on the reservation at one point you know they would get the help from the state and so on and so on but where indigenous yeah. roots forever came from in my mind was was that just them three words uh digits roots forever uh mm. was basically saying that this is an ever thing for mm. all of us and not just our tribe for right i hear what you're our, saying yeah. our tribal communities ever and mm -hmm. and where we get back to the farming aspect of it the reason why i created that as a program you know as a as you know a mantra in the program because the that's where it started when the pilgrims came over here we taught them how to farm when you know we taught them how to grow the land and what land was there. We, we, we did a lot of things, things on there. So to me, ever means that you go backwards to forward. That's the way I always look at the mm. word ever. Okay. Because now we're bringing indigenous roots, which roots could come from the ground, but roots totally. also come from, from your family. Right. You know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. that indigenous roots forever uh, you know, has to, has to grow. And the word indigenous in itself is not just Pocasset or Poconoket. It, it's all indigenous groups. Right. Totally. And, and that are forever. If someone's from, from Brazil, uh, you have indigenous roots there in the rainforest and so on, mm. but that's forever, you know, and you mm. see the impact of, of the rainforest when, global warming comes in effect because the rainforest is a world thing. It protects things in the world, which right. people don't realize. Okay. Right. They just think that it's always a forest. No, what happens in that rainforest affects this, this, this earth. Right. Uh, so, uh, so that indigenous roots forever, that's kind of where the brainchild came from, uh, where I was basically stating that we want to lay a stamp here that make people think about the word forever. Hmm. Wow. That is uh, quite amazing. Uh, 
so wow so now okay now i get why you start with the farming so you you do have this program running so what does that kind of look like right now like what's kind of going on within within the, the actual farming that is going on in this program like i think you like chris has told me you guys are working with like at least is it like three or four different farms or something like that uh yeah we have more than that now probably probably about uh i mean our major farms is probably that but we've reached out to other small farmers okay. and also also people to create micro farming which is something you can do at your house totally yeah, call yeah it that's micro very farming, cool. right yeah and yeah and and what we say is a lot of people talk of, uh, you know, healthy foods. Uh, we want to get rid of, rid of that word, healthy foods. We mm. want we wanna, we wanna to bring back healthy medicine, right? Mm. Because, because medicine, that's medicine that's there. When, when you, uh, you know, didn't have pharmaceutical folks, okay? Right. And even the pharmaceutical. That's they're creating from plants. They're creating from <laughs> right. from from raw stuff. You see, yeah. So it's medicine. And if you have someone that has di diabetes, and you're giving them the right food and vegetables to eat, mm -hmm. right, mm -hmm. or high blood pressure, where you're giving people the right stuff to eat, that's medicine, right? Absolutely. And someone came to me the other day, sent me a picture the other day, and they said, "Oh, this this place is doing uh uh." you know, free food, uh, and preparing good foods for, you know, this person of people of color community. Yeah. And I'm looking at it and I'm saying, yes, you know, they got vegetables there and they got this, that, and there. But what I'm looking at is, is our traditional foods and mm. our traditional foods are high in stocks. Our traditional foods are, you know, as far as like people, you know, some of us call soul food, right? Right, and, uh, right. You know, it's that, it's that, that grease and that, that, that pork and all exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah, and, exactly. And it's fine, you know, it's fine that you're giving nutritional meal, I mean, uh, full course meals and stuff, but you're still not giving healthy medicine meals, right? Mm. Mm. According to the individual, right? Now, right. some people, yes, they're going to eat that. But if we, the elders, and we're getting older and we got, preconditioned stuff, then we need to know that just giving a good meal, a full course meal, you know, that you're going to get, and it's not going to be like fast food and all that. It's yeah. still acting in the same premise sometimes as the fast food. Mm, you like see? if you're taking the wrong combination of things or whatever, if you're eating the wrong combination of things. Or whatever. You're eating the wrong combination and um, you're still totally. eating grease and you're still eating yeah. fat and you're still, you know, butter. And, and you know what I'm saying? So yeah. if someone has di is a diabetic or someone has high blood pressure or whatever, then yeah, he's getting, they're getting a good meal. But are they getting, they getting medicine within their meal. Mm. And mm. that's where we have to change uh, our ideology of okay what's healthy foods right because i can you can give me uh some squash and i can bust that squash up in some some uh butter and this and all right, that right and you know what i'm saying and, yeah and, yeah and i gave you i gave you a whole box of vegetables and fruits but but what you did was you turned it into you know applesauce there's a lot of sugar and yeah, or, or this you, and that, you, you know what I'm saying? And chocolate. <laughs> right, right, right. So we have to, 
not only look at the fact that we're giving people healthy foods, but we're also helping them prepare stuff, uh, giving them old recipes of our ancient folks, right? Mm. Of, of what they did for blood pressure, what they did for diabetes, what, you know what I mean? What yeah. did they do for sinus, just like with you with sinuses? Yeah, that we were talking about that nature. earlier. Yeah, exactly. You, you, you know what I'm saying? We got to yeah, look totally. at the individuals also in the communities of what we're feeding them. And that's where we're working with the USDA and some of our grants now with. And that's where that's the cool. Indigenous Roots Forever comes into play because we're not only looking to grow and work with farmers to grow uh, healthy or food base, but we're also, where do we go with the food from there? Right, right. They got to yeah, get yeah, to yeah, the yeah. people. You know what I mean? They got to exactly. go to the people. So, and, and our community is the highest rate. You know, the pandemic proved that. You know, oh, we were totally. the highest, highest folks yep. there because of preconditioned things. Yeah. You know, yeah. so. Yeah, no, totally. Um, I think it's on one of the, I don't, I think, I think, I think the farm is called World Farmers that Chris told me about. Yeah. Is that, is that the farm that has like, I mean, is it literally like, I don't know, at least, between 10 and 15, probably people from different countries, like yes, growing they're uh, stuff on that farm, right? Right. They're in Lancaster. They've been a partner of ours for probably the last four or five years. Uh, and uh, they're a great partner. We also have Global Village. They're located mm. in Grafton. Okay. Uh, uh, they're on Nick Monk uh, Lands. Yeah. And, and is also part of that too, right? Uh, no, Rocky, no, Rocky's a part of us. He's, he, he runs the indigenous roots, uh, farm program for PPLT. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. But he's, he's a Narragansett Indian. Right. Okay. Okay. So he's out of Rhode Island. Yes. And you know, then we have some other affiliates, uh, Chappaquiddicks, uh, Nipmunks, so on that we partner with, uh, you know, so, so we try to keep, uh, native involvement there because you know that that's our population served and yeah. uh you know and, and and try to go to all the different territories to utilize things you know we have another partner uh somali band uh uh this ghana group up in maine who we okay. partnered with as well where they have a big farm up there with different uh folks from different Indian content, uh, con that's uh, cool. you know, countries. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's cool. So now do all these, like, are they, are, are these particular farms, are they under this sort of umbrella, the indigenous roots forever kind of thing? Or, or, I mean, you've, you've partnered with them to some extent, I, I should say rather, right? Well, we partnered with them on, uh, we're like the physical sponsor on uh, USDA grants. Okay. So okay. I, oh, I see. I, okay. I see. Now I see how it's all tied together. Right. Okay. So they do a portion of, of the grant. Uh, we do a portion of, of it. Uh, you know, all our partners do. Yeah, I, I see what's going on now. Okay. That's, that's a piece okay. there. But what it does is, is keeps us collaborating to be able to, to uh, assist all of us. Exactly. But, you know, we do training up here with partnership with Global Village. So that's open to all of our farmers. Uh, Plus, you know, the, the different partners we have 
that are there. Oh, too. okay. Now I see more of what's going on here. Okay, right. that's cool. That's actually really cool. Okay. Now I see how you're tying everyone together. Um, right. That's actually really cool. So I, actually then, if anyone's listening, they could actually reach out to you then, right? Like if they have a, a smaller farm, if they know someone and they want to kind of partner with this, it sounds like they could kind of reach out to you. Is that right, Chief? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Uh, you okay. can reach out to us on, you know, collaborating on some grants or services, which is what we provide for the USDA and NRCS programs, NEFA program. Uh, you know, that's where a lot of our funding is coming from. But, you know, information. But that's what we do. Yes. Hmm. So if they go to uh, our website. Uh, yeah. What is, what is the actual, what is the website? Enough, just, you know, ramble it off and people could search it while they're listening to it or whatever. Yeah. So the website would be uh, uh, Bacasset, uh, uh Poconoke Land Trust at dot, dot org. org. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they can check out all the stuff that way and get a hold of there. So what is there any kind of, is there anything going on like right now with indigenous roots forever? Like anything in, like a program in particular you want to talk about that you're working on or anything like that? Uh, right now, uh, you know, we have uh, uh, Rocky Johnson. He's working on uh, some uh, uh, grow gardens, uh, community gardens right now. So I think he's doing like five of them right now. In That's the cool. Rhode Island area, Fall River, and maybe one in one socket uh, there. So That's cool. he's so kind of he finishing like, up there. So he's actually putting together like a, an actual garden in some of these communities where people can come to these gardens and get like food from them? Yes. That's cool. That's very cool. And also train them on how to grow, uh, you know, food and uh you know, sustain how to, you know, prepare that's for the cool. winter, so on. Yeah. That's very, so it, I've, I've seen one before, like a community garden. Some of them that I, uh, this particular one, I don't know if you had to like necessarily like rent, you know, the space or whatever, but they would let people use X amount of, you know, kind of dirt soil or whatever to like grow their own stuff. Is that kind of what he's teaching them at some of these? To kind of like, uh, hey, I got this going them, for you, but you need to like take it over once I leave, kind of thing, or whatever. Uh, most of them are on either people's property or oh, that's cool. You know uh, that area there. You know some of the lands that we uh, just uh, got back in Tiverton. You know, mm. uh, probably next summer, what we do or spring, uh, we'll start uh, preparing a portion of the land where we have people that want to come over and grow and sections kind of what world farm is doing what they do Ooh. is they have probably for instance uh, say 100 acres they might have 20 farmers over there uh farming different crops Ooh, that's cool. you know and uh and so we we like to do that within uh indigenous community and let people know that you know there's access that's there because the biggest thing with farming is that you can talk it all day long, but if you don't have a piece of land to do it on, then what right. is Right. You know what I'm right. saying? And totally. uh, everybody's not, don't have a farm. Everyone can't go out and get a piece. So that's the biggest thing. And I think that is the, that was the biggest thing and is the biggest thing in our country is that 
we came up on uh, agricultural. Everything was right. agricultural. That's why the USDA is so big, right? Mm, because mm. that's what started since uh, our people were here and welcomed the pilgrims. Right, totally. That's when, that's when the USDA started, <laughs> okay? Because <laughs> well, we, well, we yeah. taught them I mean, how to and, grow. And, I mean, back then, if you didn't know how to grow food, you're going to die. So yes, exactly, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So, so we we basically started the USDA, and they just took it over for real. So no, for you know? real. And uh, so again, they just roots forever, right? So uh, they just changed the <laughs> <Exactly>. name. <laughs> you know, so stays funny. the same, but totally the name just changed. You know, so. <laughs> um, but, Oh man! Uh, now, so I, now that I t again I get a, a a clearer view of this, what what do you like? What's kind? Of, I mean, I don't want to say the end goal, but what do you kind of see happening? In like even a few years from now, I mean, you get a couple of grants under your belt, you get a, you know some more farms that kind of come on board or whatever. Like, what do you kind of see? You know, in, in five years, what would you like to see this kind of well-oiled machine kind of doing? Like this farming portion of it. Well, right now I'm looking on uh, working on collaborations in the healthcare arena, whether mm. it be men mental health, substance abuse, and utilizing foods and herbs uh, to help out with that in our community, for one. But the other mm. thing is, is that also utilize some of the healthcare programs that are out here that are given dollars uh, for. Uh, you know, reaching our people. So if we mm. are talking healthy medicine, then now we're back in the healthcare arena. Right. You know, we're right. back in the insurance arena yep. because we're yep. helping on both ends to keep people out of the hospital, keep people out of being sick and so on. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So we're going back into the community and how we get into the door is through the foods. And I then... Then we oh, have the conversation, you know, about the healthy medicine of the food and then, you know, take it to the next step. So I'm trying to also build, uh, I'm not trying, we are building yeah, yeah. Uh, a health arena because, you know, Indian Healthcare Services is a provider in Indian country and there's, there's uh, means that are out there. You know, we've talked with uh, uh Congressman McGovern about his hunger campaign last year, which we're a part of, uh, and it's a Biden initiative. So, and Ooh. again, through that hunger campaign, it's okay giving people food, but if you're not giving them the right foods and you just, right. you know, you know what right. I'm saying? Like yeah, we got to totally, educate, totally. we got to, we got to educate this next generation to what's good. And then right. they're educating us to what they want. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, and we got to start yeah. listening. You know what I mean? We got to start yeah. listening uh, to what they want because that this generation uh, coming up, you know, you guys' generation, I say you because you're younger too, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. is, you know what I mean, is the ones that's going to take, this, take this, this world over. So, Absolutely. If, but if we're not also offering past knowledge back to you, then it doesn't mm -hmm. mean anything. You know what I mean? I so, 
man, that is pretty awesome. Um, yeah, so if uh, if you guys, you know, there's going to be a link in the show notes that's going to bring you to the the uh, Poconoke Land Trust website. And there's also, you can see stuff about the uh, the indigenous uh, roots forever. Is this all that on the website also, Chief? Yes. Uh, the beauty Perfect. of our website, which I, we get a lot of compliments for, is that it breaks down all the programs that we're doing and what we're going to be doing in the future as well. Perfect. So, Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that is awesome. Uh, is there anything else you want to go over about like the indigenous roots program? Is there anything I didn't mention or you wanted to bring up? But uh, I mean, again, now that I, now that I see the view for this, I see exactly why and how you're doing what you're doing with this. It's actually kind of amazing. So. Yeah. And I, I just think that uh, I think the more that, you know, we're out there with uh, in our communities and uh, you know, uh, we have a lot of people that are flocking to us uh, now uh, to talk, you know, uh, and, and that's good because our thing is, is that farming, I, I, th I think people think that farms are just, you know, the ones that you're getting your stuff from the <laughs> supermarket for. Right, and, right. You know what I mean? So yeah. a lot of people really don't know. And even myself, I was, I was you know, uh, kind of blind to a lot of things that the USDA and NRCS programs offer until, you know, we built relationships there. And I see that the federal government, just because they're one agency, doesn't mean they don't have a lot of different things within that agency that can help folks out here. And we're trying to get that message out to us because we're a rare uh, tribal uh, organization that is not federal that's tapped into that door that right. a lot of people don't tap into or don't know how to tap in. No, I hear exactly what you're saying. Which yeah. which comes back around to why this this whole thing is it's an everyone thing. It's not just you, right. You know, exactly. It's, it's it's hey, we're we're going through this, and we can tell you all how we did it, or we'll come alongside you and help you. Let's all do all this together. There you go. There you go. Yeah, and, totally. And it's not a black and white thing. Exactly. Or a white thing. It's an everybody thing. Because as we see now, even with this uh, mess in Florida and going up the East Coast, that, it, you know, global warning is no joke. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. just when, yeah. it, when is it going to hit you? Yeah, you know? no, exactly. Exactly. You know? And unfortunately, yeah, uh, you know, it hit a state uh, – and it hit a lot of money down in that state. So, mm -hmm. so a lot of y'all that, that were thinking, uh, you know, well, we're going to wait. <laughs> we're not going, we're going to spend that money on another yacht or whatever. Well, right. <laughs> you know, yeah. mother nature don't, <laughs> mother nature and the creator don't wait. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, ex exactly. <laughs> you know, you know, so it, it, it's like, it, it's like, you know, I'm telling you, I got to go to the bathroom and you keep saying, OK, next, next stop, next stop. And all of right. a sudden I go in your car. Well, exactly. I've been telling you for a long time that I got to go to the <laughs> exactly, bathroom, dude. you know, you know, or you, you don't take the dog out. You know, they got to go to the bathroom and he go, goes to the bathroom in the house and you blame yeah, the dog. Man. You know? Yeah, no, that's no, not going to happen. Real. So, mm -hmm. you, you know, so you, you got to listen to what the what mother nature is telling you in the totally. early 
and, totally, and what man. the creator is telling you because it, mm-hmm. eventually it comes down because if I if I need water in my in my system, then I'm gonna get it by any means necessary. And unfortunately, it's this hurricane and tornado and so on. Right. Ooh, man, Chief. Uh... This is all amazing stuff. Uh, I am uh, glad that I get to be part of this and see all this unfold because it's going to be quite amazing. So appreciate um, you too, my friend. Yeah, no, I mean, this is all really awesome. If, uh, if you guys want to, if you guys have any questions for chief or, uh, or anything like that, again, you'll be able to reach them on the website. Um, we'll probably put something together in the next podcast or two where maybe it's even easier to get a hold of your chief or whatever for people if they want to reach out. Sure. To um, sure. So we'll, we'll, we'll do something with that. Um, yeah. Any, any other like final words you want to close this out somehow chief? Uh, no, I, I just want to thank the listeners uh, for this and thank you for, you know, getting this out into the community and My all pleasure. of us just need to, uh, buckle down and and look at what we want to leave our next generation yeah absolutely and uh, we all i think if we all do our part that can be done that's all so, we we, we know, come together you know yeah we exactly come together as one so yep absolutely well that, that that was perfect end on chief thank you so much for your time everyone thank you for listening thank you for downloading uh don't forget there's going to be an Amazon smile link too that you're going to be able to click on. You're going to be able to support uh, every, you know, everyone here in the nation just by continuing shopping on Amazon. And, you know, Jeff Bezos is going to send the money to his own money to the tribe. So that'll be cool. So click on the Amazon smile link, join that. And once you do that, you can just go on shopping normally like you do on Amazon and everything, uh, every, everything that you purchase, as long as it qualifies under this, which most things do, uh, a percentage of that's going to go to them. So definitely do that. And uh, looking forward to the next episode, everyone. And we'll speak to you next time. See ya.